money. I don't have your money. I know I'd be a lot happier with some extra cash. Is this about money? Oh, man, we got bills to pay, buddy. <laughs> Obviously, this is all about money. I got to talk to you about money. With practical tips and a focus on scripture, let's talk money with Dave and Reb from More Than Enough, the financial show that speaks to the heart of your money story. Real conversations about money for real people. Let's talk money. I'm Dave Van Oppen, along with my wife, Rebecca. Good morning, Rebecca. Hi, it's great to be here. It is good to have you. This is the show, the inaugural show, the first show of a new radio show about money. Most of you who have been listening may have heard of the Financial Fitness Show with Lynn Fraser. I've been on the show for a number of years, and we are going to pick up the mantle and carry that on. So we're just asking you to join us and, and come along for the journey where we talk about your money, your money stories, money issues. Uh, anything else you want to add, Rebecca? Well, of course, my, my uh, heart for the people is their hearts. So mm. all the heart issues that go along with money and around money, and there are a pile of them. Uh, if we're willing to take a look. So that's what we're hoping to do with Let's Talk Money. Mm-hmm. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> it's, a, it's a new day. It uh, is a new day. We, 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 I don't know if that bamboozled is right, but <laughs> that intro was from our very first show two years ago. Um, 2016. The, I, I'm looking for to say inaugural again because I, I don't think I said it right the first time. But the the inaugural show. Uh, yeah. I don't know if you're getting it right, but yes, that was the first show two years ago, and we played the intro because today is the day where we're celebrating Thanksgiving, and we always do a Thanksgiving show, and we wanted to uh, just let you as listeners know that it's we've been on for two years as of November. Mm-hmm. Uh, that that we've been doing this Let's Talk Money, and we're very grateful on Thanksgiving weekend for this. So, and that's we're the a theme. little bit more casual uh, now. That that, that's, that, that that's sounded a little stuffy, actually. No, you know what? Uh, <laughs> you, you, you only listen to the shows as you, as you go along, but uh, you know th- that's certainly. I mean, the theme of today is how what an incredible. Um, I guess life we live and just being thankful for that. I mean, again, just seeing all the stories and all of the times where we've uh, been able to just, just share our hearts with you. And then we meet you in the street and we uh, get emails and, and communication back that just say how much you appreciate the, the conversations that we have here on Let's Talk Money. So we, I mean, I don't know that we have a, a great agenda other than to say thank you. Now we're done. Okay. We can wrap it up. The shortest show we've done. (laughs) (laughs) No, we haven't even read scripture yet, dear. So we, you know, from that inaugural show, we wanted to have scripture and practical tips. We've gotten a little lax on the practical tips sometimes, but you know, because we just get talking and have conversation, then we forget. But Anyway, I did pick some Thanksgiving verses, and I know, I know, it's like nothing to do with money, but 
why do we talk about gratitude? Because gratitude is one of the keys to contentment. And contentment is a big issue that we talk about at More Than Enough and in our Unleashed seminars. And um, actually, the homework for our un- one of our Unleashed groups this month has been to create a Thanksgiving journal for their family so they mm-hmm. could leave it around the house and everyone just jots down Thanksgiving things in it. Because it is so important because I think we forget to give thanks. It's, and I think... Our city has been pretty good the last few weeks because we just got hit with those tornadoes and we are very grateful Mm -hmm. that no one died. We are Mm -hmm. very grateful that we have the people we love still with us. And um, yeah, anyway, so that is where we're going. So what is the scripture I'm going to read? Well, before you jump into that, though, uh, we do want to, you know, I I feel like this is like the awards show or something, (laughs) right? Because there are certainly people who have intentionally invested financially in the show to help keep it on the air. We want to say thank you to all of those people who, you know, again, you wouldn't be listening to this show if we didn't have the help from from those people who have said, hey, we love what you're doing. We want to come alongside. We know how expensive it is to produce a show and and we want to help. And so we want to say a big thank you to all those people who, who really have come alongside and, and shared with us in the journey and made it possible for you to listen. Yes. And we want to thank Dan mm-hmm. and Adams over there behind the mic because he makes us sound good. And the team. Dan does all the producing here yes. uh, at the at the studio. And, and he's always frantically telling us to stop talking at the end of the show. You know, he's waving, <laughs> putting the red flag up. Yeah. Um, but uh, and of course the whole team at CHRI. We couldn't do it if we didn't have CHRI right now. So you know, yeah. they, you know, it's this very simple thing. And and the team at More Than Enough, again, mm-hmm. they, they support us, they let us uh, come here and, and jettison from the office to, to record the shows. But also, uh, as you come in back and as you respond and, and you've got questions, then it, it's our team that picks up all those things and, and gets you on your journey and keeps you there. Uh, the, yeah, we couldn't do it without with the, the stable of coaches oh, no. yeah you know again reb and i are just simply the voices uh here but there's so many people that uh that are involved and, and make it happen mm-hmm. so yes so. so okay so i'm gonna read or i'm just gonna talk about this story and maybe read some of the verses it comes from luke 17 and we learn this story um if we have ch- attended church in our life as young children mm-hmm. in sunday school because it's the story tori story of the 10 lepers who come to Christ and um, he was on his way to Jerusalem and Jesus was traveling along the border between Samaria and Galilee. He was going to a village and 10 men with leprosy met him. They stood at a distance and they called out, Jesus, master, have pity on us. When he saw them, he said, go show yourselves to the priests. And as they went, they were cleansed. One of them, when he was healed, came back, praising God in a loud voice. He threw himself at Jesus' feet and thanked him. And he was a Samaritan. Jesus asked, were not all ten cleansed? Where are the other nine? Has no one returned to give praise to God except this foreigner? Then he said to him, rise and go. Your faith has made you well. 
Um, it's interesting. It's an interesting story. And we know that it's all like as this little girl in Sunday school, you know, the whole point is to praise God, give thanks, which is a great mm-hmm. lesson out of that. But there are some significant things that um, I've learned as I've grown older with this story. Now, when Jesus sent them back to the priest, he was actually fulfilling a Um, a law of Moses that he had given to Moses that says in Leviticus that when someone has been cleansed or healed, they need to go back to the priest and the priest would go outside the camp and examine that person and see that they have been healed from the infectious disease. So while Jesus Jesus could have, I mean, he does it a million different ways in in the Mm -hmm. Bible and in his life, I'm sure he healed people in a myriad of ways but he he in this case he says well go to the priests they're going to check you out to make Mm -hmm. sure that you're cleansed and as they went they're healed like it was it's a significant thing that he did and i just love that part of the story that there's nothing wasted with god and and yet i was trying to imagine myself what would have i been like if i was one of the nine why didn't i come back And sometimes we're like, oh, those bad nine people. I wonder if they were so excited they ran home. Oh, all kinds of reasons, right? I mean, because I think I'm a different one. I'm like, okay, I'm just doing what Jesus said to do. So I'm just doing (laughs) what he said. And he said, go show himself to the priest. So I'm going to go do that. And, you know, and maybe just as excited. And then there's the, the free spirit guy who comes back and says, wait a minute. I'm healed. I got to go back to Jesus. I I think personally, I wouldn't have even thought of that. I, I don't know if I would have either. I, you know, I, I was thinking about the other nine. I'm like, well, we always naysaying those other nine, but I'm like, I, I think I would have wanted to run home to you mm-hmm. and say, I'm better. I don't, I can come and live at home. Mm-hmm. I can hug you again. I can be in family again. I can be in community again. And would I, on later reflection, me, because this is me, I probably would have thought at the end of the day, oh, man, I didn't go back and thank him. I got to go find him. Mm-hmm. Then I would have been on a hunt to go find him. Like, I, I wouldn't yeah, have been. Jesus and Jesus would have been in a different town. So I, he would have been done. in a different town. So I would have told you, I've got to go find Jesus. I Like, now, mm-hmm. did that happen with the other night? Maybe. We don't know that. But Jesus does say to this Samaritan who in their terms, he was a foreigner. He wasn't, he was outside the Jewish line of ancestry in one sense. And he says, why have you come back and the other nine haven't? Your faith has made you well. Now, what does that have to do with anything about Thanksgiving? Well, it's about giving thanks. It's about thanking the one who is our life source. And, and I think, again, um, you know, just having that, just, just thinking about it. As I said, so, you know, I'm self-centered. I know it. I'm in my stuff. I'm, right. and, and for me to, to, to stop and go, wait a minute, I'm just grateful for the source of my healing, like, like this guy did, that, that doesn't come naturally. That doesn't, that, that, so for me, that would be a, uh, I agree with you, Reb. I would have probably been at the end of the day going, oh, dummy. Um, <laughs> what are you thinking? Right? Like, oh my goodness. 
uh, now I got to find this guy and I can't find him and I'm going to find all kinds of excuses not to go hang out with my family anymore because there's, you know, this guy. So, you know, I, I can totally see that. The other story that uh, in terms of thankfulness and gratitude, if you've ever seen the Robin Hood movie with Kevin Costner in it. and That's in that, dating us. Well, okay, that's <laughs> dating us. But I'm sure there's people out there that if you haven't seen it, I won't even say go see it. But the, the reality is, is in that movie, he saves a guy's life. And the guy follows him from, he's, he's on the Crusades, he's in the Middle, Middle East, mm, yes. and he saves a guy's life. The guy then follows him back to England because he has, in a sense, in his, um, in his culture, there's this debt that he's got to pay. He has to save Kevin Costner's life, um, and then he can be released to go back to his family. And he sacrifices his family. He sacrifices his culture. his culture. He goes to England, which is like wet and cold. And I always think of that movie when it comes to gratitude because I'm like, I'm not sure I would be doing that. I think I would compromise. And yet it was, I mean, his life was so important to him, but also his his attitude of, well, I, there has to be a way to say thank you. And this is the way it's going to be. But isn't that the picture of us in Christ? Of course. Right? Yeah. And I mean, ultimately, that is the ultimate gratitude we give to the Lord is giving him our lives. And sometimes I am reluctant because, you know, you want your own way. But what does this gratitude have to do with our finances? Why are we even talking about this on a radio show? I don't know, Rebecca. Why? <laughs> no, I'm asking you. Am I putting you on the spot? <laughs> well, I, I think you said it at the beginning, which is a, a huge, it, it is a paradigm shifter. It is our brain. Money and often money and finances are all about us is what can I buy? What can I satisfy the need? What can I, the use of money is all about feeding me. Mm. And when we look at scripture, God clearly says in numerous places through Scripture that the use of money is actually to to bless the community, to to raise the community, to actually bring the community together. Um, whether it's you know mm -hmm. just simply things like hey, eat food together, like you know it costs Which money is what to we buy do food. At Thanksgiving, but, yes, but to 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 just have community and and to not be counting the cost of what this meal cost you and you owe me 20 bucks on the way in because that's what you know all of that stuff mm -hmm. but no that's you know coming at it with an attitude of we're going to use our resources for the purpose of actually blessing others for actually creating not just for us um, but certainly um, to again so build you're the saying community. that sharing what we have is a is a cousin to gratitude like it's they're related mm -hmm. oh of course yeah I, maybe I was thinking maybe even a little closer, closer than cousins mm -hmm. yeah I because as you're talking I'm I'm just envisioning having open hands we talk about that mm -hmm. a lot in our financial fitness seminar about giving that we come with open hands because then we can receive. You know, if, if you mm -hmm. listeners just open your hands right now, as long as you're not driving, <laughs> um, and you open your hands and you realize that as you have open hands, you receive from the Lord what is a good gift, and then you keep them open and it flows out of you to others. Mm -hmm. But if you clench your fists, it's hard to receive anything and it's certainly hard to give it away. Mm -hmm. And 
And that doesn't, that clenching is often because of fear or insecurity or the unknown or what anxiety, worry, whatever that is, a lack of trust even. And, um, but, but when we open our, but when we open our hands, it's a freeing thing. Like Mm -hmm. I, I could just, there's freedom. Mm -hmm. It's just gratitude is just freeing and sharing is freeing. And yeah, I think that's why we're talking about it because I also wanted to say this. I was reading a devotional from a friend out West. She's a pastor at West and she had posted something on Facebook this week that struck me. She was talking about um, the giants in the land. Mm. And why, if Israel had seen God do those miracles in, mm. in freeing them, then why were they so afraid of the giants in the promised land? Wouldn't that f- experience with God have built up their faith? Wouldn't the parting of the re- Red Sea built up their faith? You know, them receiving water mm-hmm. in the desert. Like, wouldn't that have built up their faith? All of those things. But in essence, when they got to the promised land, they were still scared of the giants and they didn't enter. And the the argument my friend is making is that we, she says, maybe we just forget. Mm-hmm. We forget what God has done in one season and we don't carry that trust into our next season. You know, maybe God has done something miraculous five years ago for you, and today you're struggling to trust him. Maybe we need to go back and remember Mm -hmm. what he's done. Maybe there have been some financial seasons that have been so good, and, and, and you know God has intervened on your behalf. Maybe we need to go back and reflect on those seasons so that we are not, um, so that we can walk in gratitude into this mm-hmm. next season and faith and trust. Yeah, and, and maybe the, the homework for Thanksgiving is to actually take some time to be thankful, but then also looking ahead and saying, well, maybe we should plan some of our annual giving, some of the things that we want to, again, we on a, on a practical note, uh, we are, we're big proponents of this idea of just intentionally planning out your giving on an annual basis. And Thanksgiving is a great time to do that, where you just take a little bit of time. It doesn't take long, maybe an hour conversation between you and I. Again, I'm a big, a big fan of getting the whole family involved because the scripture says that when we give we give and it's connected to our heart where our heart is there our treasure is and where our treasure is there our heart is and so maybe there's some things in your family that are just close to your heart uh, as as a family and maybe there's some things individually that are close to your heart as individuals and you want to bring that into the collective and sit around the table and say hey we need to make our money behave. One of the things that we, ways that we can do that is to intentionally plan out. We're going to give a hundred dollars to this charity. We're going to give a thousand dollars to this place. We're going to, you know, and, and maybe have five or, or six things that you in the, the next year want to give to as a family. And, and do that at Thanksgiving and, and recognize that this is a great time to just express that gratitude in a, in a tactile and practical way all year long. I, I think we need to tie it into that idea of remembering, though, because mm-hmm. if we aren't remembering, we might not feel so generous. If we, uh, 
if we are so easy to recite, you know, reflecting back all the bad things that have happened to us, and we can recite them word to for word, we can re- recite offenses word for word. Mm-hmm. Why don't why don't we make remembering the good? of our life, the faithfulness of God, why don't we recall to our memory those things so that as we sit down then and move forward, so we're, our thoughts are really, we're, we're not being conformed to the past. We're not letting the past negative things mm-hmm. define how we give or how we're going to be thankful today. Some of us have real hardships some of you who are listening have real financial struggles. Mm-hmm. And some of you may be sick. Some of you are still grappling with what's happened with the tornadoes. All of those things. But this weekend is like a set-aside time, mm-hmm. like a Sabbath, a Sabbath to remember what the Lord has done in your life, how, um, how you are surrounded by love and family or a community that helps. You know, you we don't have to go far to find uh, where what we can be thankful for, but to remember that God has been good to us. Because if if you're a believer and you're listening, you know that His ultimate goodness came through His Son. Mm-hmm. He gave His Son for us so that we could be free, and that's the ultimate gift. And that's the if you have nothing to thank God for, if you you're struggling so much. Go read the scripture of how Jesus gave his life for you mm-hmm. and for me. That is the essence of, of, of the gift of mercy and grace and love and goodness and, and power and freedom is all tied up in him. And if you have nothing to thank God for, if you have nothing to motivate that giving that you were talking about and thinking about giving to others, if you, if you feel like, well, there's nothing to motivate me, I'm just discouraged and depressed, go meditate on what he's done. Mm-hmm. And, and, you know, you, I stand, I stand challenged because I'm just thinking of, you know, the John 3.16 verse where it says, for God so loved that he gave. Mm-hmm. And you know what you've really said is is hey we need we, we can't forget the love part because you know I'm the practical guy and I I can do the I can do the giving part <laughs> look at me woohoo look at me I gave and I got it all planned out and, and the plan's working right <laughs> it's on the spreadsheet <laughs> yeah, and, we're, on, and that we can tick the to, box totally good right but often I forget the love yeah often uh, that that you know it's well this just makes sense and and. and <laughs> Yeah, yes. granted, and sometimes it sometimes needs to make sense. It needs, but sometimes you do have to do the habitual making sense thing when mm-hmm. the love isn't there. But if the love's not there and you are dried up in your relationship with the Father through the Son, Jesus, and by the power of His Spirit, then you need to go Go back I, to the love. I need to go back to the love. If we're If you're feeling like a dried out well this Thanksgiving and you don't know how to give thanks, mm-hmm. then... All you have to do is sit in his presence, put some worship music on, ask him simply to restore your faith Mm -hmm. that we have forgotten, that we've seen miracles like Egypt. We've seen him change and transform our life through his son. And yet we're in this season of difficulty. Go back to your first love. Mm -hmm. Go back and just say, thank you, Jesus. If that's all you can say, and then thank- get your spreadsheet out. <laughs> well, some may, they might not be quite ready for the spreadsheet, but maybe 
their husband will be or their kids will be and they he can help. Sometimes I'm like, you know, David, when I'm dried up, I'm not talking about giving or spreadsheets or whatever, but we gather together and I'm helped and I can think about those things. I'm just, I, I guess I'm just feeling like there are a lot of people this Thanksgiving, it's, it's discouraging and dry. And I would say, go back to your first love. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I mean, it, you know, in what we've talked about, even us going back to that first show and, and hearing ourselves on the intro here <laughs> and, and going, you know, oh, well, I don't know if we're any more polished than, than we were back then, but we certainly go, wow, I am... When I think back to all the shows and all the guests and and all the the people yes. and the stories yes. and and yes. that just that just generates in me thankfulness, gratefulness, but also a love. It it, it does. Yeah. It pushes me back to go. Wow, thank you, Lord, for how I can see you at work over these last. Uh, for me, it's ten years in the work at More Than Enough, yes. and and the last couple of years here with the show and just allowing. God to do what God wants to do in the area of finances in people's lives. And I don't know, this weekend while you're with your family, I know a little while back we pulled out some old videos and watched them because it does generate gratitude and thankfulness and shows Mm -hmm. you and reminds you where you've been and now where you are. And I I just, I guess we just want to encourage you today Mm -hmm. to show your gratitude to your family, to your friends, to your community, to those who have helped you in the past. Maybe write a letter or give somebody a call this weekend even. And Mm -hmm. and even as Dave suggested, planning your giving going forward, um, you know, follow your heart. Sometimes your heart tells you, uh, Absolutely follow your heart and your giving. Yes, Absolutely. Because what you're passionate about is is where you want to give. And we just want to encourage you with that this weekend. Mm-hmm. And there's so much freedom in that because wh- what my heart tells me to give to allows me also to hear where your heart allows you yes. to give to. And there isn't competition. I, I just know that, hey, this is something that's touched my heart and I'm going to give to it. And then, Reb, you've got something that touched your heart and you want to give to it. And, and there's no competition to that. I don't, I don't have to feel like I have to give to the thing that you want to give. Um, because, well, it is. Although it we is. are connected financially, so you do. Well, sometimes <laughs> we just try and figure out how we do both. So True. You know. that is, and we give space to each other for so. that. So We've only got a couple minutes left to be thankful. And I'm going to just pray. Lord, we, we first and foremost come before you and thank you for the life that you have put inside each and every one of us. And, and life that is breath that we breathe and life that is in our hearts and our minds that we can share with those around us. And so in this season, we just first and foremost come before you and thank you for life, Lord. Thank you for the many, many gifts of family and, uh, and the blessing of community and, and as well, just so many people that surround us uh, that, uh, that add uh, flavor to our life, if I can say that. And so, Lord, we just thank you for that. And we thank you for all the, the good gifts that you give us. And, Lord, teach us how it is that we can share that with the, the world around us. In Christ's name, amen. I was just thinking about the spice and how I'm like a hot spice to your life. 
Yes, you are. <laughs> and on that note, uh, if you want to hear some more hot space, uh, just listen into the podcast. iTunes, if you do get on iTunes, please leave a rating. We love to have that rating. Um, we're on Google Play. We're on TuneIn. We're on a number of other podcasting um, uh, platforms. If you want to hear us on just chri.ca and more than enough.ca just click the radio show links on both those websites and and you'll find the archive shows and they of course come with their own player so you don't need any special technology so again we want to thank all of our sponsors we want to thank you for listening in and join us next week when we talk money Let's Talk Money is a division of More Than Enough Financial Fitness, where God is transforming hearts and bringing hope for today and freedom for tomorrow. For more information or to comment on today's show, please visit morethanenough.ca.